Hey guys, how's everybody doing? I'm going to start off this uh, episode. Uh, I want to talk about how good the uh, the new trip room's been serving us. It is, uh, it's been just a huge, just upgrade. The space is amazing. Um, it's been decorated. You know, when I when I decorated it, when we put it together, me and the girl. Uh, we put it together just almost perfectly. It just it, it works so well where everything's at and, and how comfortable it is and um, just the way it it services us. You know the got all of my paintings all up on the wall and everything like that. And anytime I'm having you know I'm going through a trip and you know, I want to go in a certain direction, it's real easy to look up at one of the paintings and, uh, start getting inspiration that way, or, uh, you know, the computer's obviously in there, and the, the music, and, uh, I can change that if anything's going wrong, uh, I can change the lighting, got the, the LED lights are all hooked up to my phone, so I can, um, so I can mess around with that, I can turn it up, turn it down, change colors, um, yeah, I got the, the big old, big old, big screen TV in there, and I'm often playing, uh, now what I've been doing lately is I've been playing basically, like, some interesting, like, colorful animes or something like that, usually, while, um, while I'm tripping. Um, so, I guess, uh, go over... Oh, and oh, and one of the other things that we play on—I play on the TV. I, I like to either play uh, like the Power Rangers, like that's kind of interesting to watch <laughs> while uh, while tripping. Uh, like uh, the monsters are really weird looking. Some of them, you know, very. Uh, uh, some of them can be quite psychedelic looking, you know, and the story's really interesting. Uh, I usually don't turn up the sound on the TV. I usually leave the TV all the way turned down on the sound, and I'm leaving the music playing and everything like that, but, um, so anyways, the, the new trip room has been, uh, been quite awesome for us. Um, let's go over our, I guess I haven't gone over the first trip, that we had in the trip room, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty big, it was pretty huge, uh, put a, I, so I bought a bunch of those, like, um, the tiny candles, you can buy them at Walmart or whatever, they're, they only last for, like, four hours, I bought a pack of a hundred of them, and I had like eleven other candles laying around uh, that I would, had used in the in the old trip room. So I had 111 candles. So I placed them scattered throughout the entire room. <laughs> had uh, quite a few on the table, and uh, we lit them uh, before our. I think just after we ate, like we ate our we ate the mushrooms. Um, I think that first trip, I think my, how much I took was, like, exactly five grams, I think, and no THC, I don't think, not on that first trip, uh, I, I decided to go, you know, I wanted to be a little, I didn't want to go too far, so I wanted to be a little bit able to stay grounded, just, just enough, um, so anyways, so we lit all the candles and everything like that, and, uh, got the lighting right and everything, and it ended up being a huge, awesome, awesome trip. It was just so good. It was, like I said, it was our first first time in there tripping with the mushrooms, and uh, the girl took, um, I think she only took like two grams, you know, just enough for her to, you know, um, to have a good time, but also, once again, still stay in control and everything like that, not go too deep or anything, and, um, about, man, probably about half an hour into the trip, you know, the first 15 minutes, you know, you're, you're on that come up and everything like that, you're going through that death phase and whatnot, but, uh, that first, yeah, right about half an hour mark, basically, I, I started seeing some really, really strong open-eyed visuals. 
I started seeing patterns on the floor. And the patterns weren't just... Um, man, it's hard to describe. They weren't just random. They were, it was a very intricate pattern. It, was, it, it looked like a blanket or something like that, like a design on a blanket that somebody would have drawn out. Uh, it was very... It was moving too, but it just—it wasn't just like fractals or anything like that. It was—it was a large pattern on the floor. It was really cool looking, and it, the funny thing is, it was hovering over the floor too. It's not like it was like implanted into the floor, the rug that was on the floor. It was actually hovering above the floor, probably a couple inches, which was really cool. And so I kind of, I was watching it, my eyes were open, I was watching it, um, and I I kind of just like wanted to see if I could mess around with it, or if I could touch it, or feel it, or anything like that. So I got up and I started walking around, I walked, there's, I'm sorry, there's a table in the middle of the room, I should have said that, and that's where, oh yeah, I, I guess I had mentioned that, that's where the can, where some of the candles were, the majority of the candles were probably in the middle on that table, but anyway, so I start walking around the table, just trying to see if, uh, if me walking through the pattern would mess with it or anything like that, and eh, it kind of did, but more so it's like the pattern just kind of slowly dissolved and disappeared as I walked around the table, and I went and I sat back down, and as I'm looking around, the room is looks kind of normal at the, at the moment. I mean, obviously everything looked like it was in HD because, uh, you know, my visuals are cranked up, you know, do the mushrooms. But but all of a sudden, I saw like a... Oh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a an aberration behind the table, behind one of the chairs on the table. It was like a... It was like uh, in the Predator movie when the Predator is cloaked. You know how how you can like you kind of see this like you can kind of see through it, but it's but there's still something there. Um, it's like I saw that I saw something that was there, but it was see through. It was like an aberration. That's the best way to describe it. I saw it and it was small. And it was like peeking out from behind the chair and it was like looking at us and it was, I saw it and I was like, oh my God, there's, there's something there, baby. And I'm talking to the girl and <laughs> me and her start talking and everything. And we kind of, she wanted, she, or we started changing the subject a little. I got up and walked over to the, um, the computer, I think probably to change the music or something like that. But, um, I'm talking to her and we start talking about, you know, the fact that that the even though I walked to the other side of the room, I could still see the aberration there. I could I could still see it and feel it. It was there, and then um, then we started talking more philosophically. And this is here where we bring in God. We started talking about God, and as I talked about God, this aberration type thing, it like. It like lit up when it heard the word, you know, when I said the word God out loud, it lit up like it, it like grew and it became like happy, I guess is the best way to describe it, it became happy. And then it started like filling up the whole room, like its presence, like it started like this little tiny thing that started off like, you know, just behind the chair and the table all of a sudden it like grew and it started covering the whole room and then it started changing the lighting in the room too like I you know the lighting I had left it on uh I I don't even know what color like blue or whatever and it's like all of a sudden it started glowing and the, the room became more brighter and the and the room became more like glowing orangish colors and things like that so as i talked and i even said to the girl as soon as i said that i as, as soon as i started seeing that reaction i say see it likes it when we talk about god it likes it so i don't know it was a clue i think to us that you know this was a you know uh, I don't know what you want to call it, angel, friendly spirit, uh, messenger from God or spirit from God or whatever. Um, but clearly it liked it when we, when we talked about God. So anyways, so it, um, 
So it enveloped the room and, the, and and basically throughout the whole rest of the night, depending on what we were doing, it was, you know, changing the colors and interacting with us. Um, so one of the things that happened is, you know, um, I'm sure there's some stuff in between here. You know, some parts of the trip are obviously missing from my memory. But um, at one point in time, I remember I walk on over to the girl. She's, she was sitting on the couch. Um, she's sitting there and I come over and I look at her and she actually has like an, I don't know, an, an entity on her head. It's hard to describe, you know, once again, kind of like I look at it and I see like a clear bluish pattern thing like over her head it's like her her hair is like glowing and everything like that and then I could just see the um the entity kind of like playing with her hair kind of like fluffing her hair up and making it stick up and all sorts of funny things like that um and then as I'm like looking at it and I'm telling I'm telling the girlfriend about it as I'm looking at it I'm like oh there's something on your head it's like it's playing with your hair it's making your hair glow blah 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 and as that happened I'm looking at at my girlfriend's face and her face all of a sudden this like butterfly pattern or I don't know if it wasn't just a pattern it, it was like a butterfly it appeared on her cheek and it was like flapping its wings and it like moved across her face it was like this butterfly it was so weird it was so cool <laughs> So it's like the entity had created a little butterfly on her cheek and was like making it move around. It was uh, very, very beautiful, incredibly beautiful. Uh, that was pretty vivid too. Like that butterfly was was it was it was shaped nice. It was it was a clear picture that I I could see on her face. You know. Uh, oh, and all all this is open eyed visuals. I don't think I closed my eyes that entire trip. Um, so like everything, everything was open eyed visuals this time. Um, so we're going around the room and, and, um, and playing and, uh, we're playing with bubbles, playing with smoke. I've got lots and lots of bubbles. Oh, I bought a new bubble machine. This is kind of cool. I bought this new bubble machine that was at Walmart and it was, it was pretty cheap but basically you turn it on and it just spews out like hundreds of bubbles just into the air. It's like crazy, crazy cool. Um, it's just like a bubble machine. Um, so anyways, playing with the bubble machine, playing with the hookah, playing with the smoke, you know, get a bunch of smoke going, blow the smoke into the bubbles. That's, that's a really cool effect to, to look at while you're, um, while you're tripping, uh, seeing the smoke when it, like, when the bubble pops and the smoke, like, comes down and spreads out and everything, it, it's a really, really cool effect, and that's something that maybe some of you guys might want to try. Get some smoke, uh, blow it into a bubble, and then when the bubble pops, you'll see, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool little thing to see. Um, so, uh, one thing is with the candles, there was this really interesting effect. And I think this was also part of the entity because that main entity that was in the room, the angel or whatever you want to call it, the spirit from God or whatever, um, it, it decided to take residency up over the candles, right? That's where it was warm, I guess. And basically the room above the candles got pretty warm. Like it started heating up. Because, you know, as we're tripping, we're moving around. I, I go and I lay on the floor and then I'll stand up. And and I noticed uh, at one point in time, I noticed a big difference in temperature between below the table and above the table. <laughs> and so I realized the candles were really, really heating up the room. And so was, like I said, so was probably the entity. Um, it was almost like I could see uh, our... Um, yeah, it was almost like I could see like the heat itself, you know, uh, not in a bad way or anything like that. But anyways, the, the point is, the point is temperature wise, there was a pretty big difference. And so, um, and it also affected 
like certain things that I was seeing when I go above the table, I would see things differently than when I was closer to the ground. It was it was quite interesting. Oh, I did some cool things like I played around with time. Um, I did some minor time warping there, um, and I oh this is this is an interesting thing. Um, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit here. This this is something really interesting. So I still talk on the Discord a lot. Um, with a lot of people, but I was talking with some some other people, and I was explaining how easy it is to do the time warping once you realize what you're doing. So all you have to do is, and I I explained this on the Discord. All you have to do, go stand in one location, and in in the room, one corner of the room, or whatever, and just absorb everything. Look around, see how it all is get the feeling of it and everything like that now hold if you hold on to that feeling and everything and and store it in the back of your mind and then you go stand on the other side of the room right and you do the same thing you you take in the view you absorb the feeling and you hold that in the back of your mind so now you got two places in the in your head now switch back and forth between the two if when you go back, you'll realize you are doing a little bit of time manipulation of some kind. Like it's it's really strange. It's an effect that you can get on the mushrooms, or we'll get this later. But uh, anyways, it's an effect you can get on psychedelics. On huh? you you can experience this time warp. And so I, I had mentioned it on the Discord, and a couple people tried it, and they were like, "Oh my god, it totally worked." That's like what that's that's what they said. That's what they typed back to me. They're like, "Oh my god, it totally worked." Yes, you're so right. That is so easy to do, and we know how to do it. So, anyways, if any of you guys haven't tried it yet, an easy way to get the time warping, you know, like be in control of it and do it yourself. Um, you know, obviously when you're on mushrooms, like this stuff can just happen randomly, but you can, you can kind of control it if you do it right. If you just go, like I said, find a place, stand there, absorb all the information you can there, take in that feeling of that place and then move to a different place. And then you'll, you'll be able to move back and forth between the two. And it's really, really interesting. Um, it's a really cool effect. Um, so, anyways, um, so that was one thing I tried on that first trip in the in the new room. Um, let's see. Uh, so eventually, we blew out the candles, and this was really interesting. I had mentioned there was 111 candles, right? <laughs> well, it turned out um, when we blew them all out, we had left one burning we didn't know it we just had like missed it like kind of missed it because it was was on the highest shelf that I had in the room and it was in the far corner and somehow I had just missed it when I blew out all the other candles the other weird thing is afterwards I found out there was another candle that we had forgot to light so there was one candle basically that burned twice as long as all the rest that took the place of that one candle that we had forgot to light (laughs) So it was really strange. We were like, what the heck? Uh, maybe that, I don't know, maybe that sounds a little too complex and like a jump in logic or something like that. But at the time, it seemed really, really profound because it was like, because we, we had ended up laying on the ground, me and the girl, and we were just talking and like, just like, I don't know, we were talking about like our grandmas and things like that, like just life in general and everything like that. And just having a really, really good time. And as we're laying on the table or on the ground, I look up on that high, high shelf and I see that there's still light up there. And I'm like, what? What's uh, what? What is that up there? And it's like, oh, that's a candle that's still lit. You know, is what is what what I end up saying. That's a candle that's still lit. I'm like, huh, that's really weird. And now, like, I kind of made like an analogy of it's like the uh, the star in Pinocchio that that you're looking up to and things like that. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, that was really cool. Yeah, that was an amazing night, that first night. Uh, it definitely felt like the room was blessed. Like, it really felt, um, really felt like we had done something really, really good, something really special. 
We felt like uh, we had worked hard to make the room look the way it was. And uh, we were just really, really proud of it. So, um, anyways, we'll take a quick break here. um, And I'll come on back and we'll, um, let's see, uh, we'll continue on with uh, everything that's happened uh, since that first trip in the new room. So, be right back. So, to be, like, clear about it and everything, I've been trying to make this episode for actually, like, a really long time, but it's it's been more difficult more so than before, um, because it didn't really follow along the same set, like, it kind of, like, breaks off here, so... So I told you, you know, we had our first big experience mushroom trip inside the trip room. So after that, um, we ended up getting a hold of uh, LSD for the first time, me and the girl. Um, And so, so we ended up taking it, right? And... The LSD for her, on the first trip, it was really light for me on the first trip, but it was very, very strong for the girl on the first trip, and she did not enjoy it. Um, Like, while it was happening, there were some cool things that happened to her, um, but, like, her LSD trip was, like, one of my, like, biggest mushroom trips, basically. It was along the same lines. It uh, It was very intense... It was very, um, you know, she would go in and out, uh, you know, uh, spiritually. She would, like, leave her body and then she'd come back. Um, and and she was a little hard, you know, to keep grounded. Like, I had to keep her, I had to keep trying to keep her grounded throughout the entire trip. Um, so it wasn't necessarily the best trip. Um, it, it ended up being pretty good for me um, once we got towards the end. Once she calmed down, once I got the girl to get grounded and stay a little more grounded I was able to use uh the little bit of energy I had to kind of like I ended up doing like a bunch of like math and like stuff like that in my head like a I don't know it it was stuff related to God but it was um but it was it was a little bit more mathematical formulation type stuff and I, I, you know, I don't necessarily know how good it, it was, and I basically forgot the majority of it, you know, uh, you know, after the trip was over, um, so that was really interesting, and so with that having been done, I felt like, um, like I, I hadn't gotten the LSD experience, and so I, I said, okay, well, the next time we trip, we're gonna, I'm gonna do LSD, but the next time we decided to trip, my sister and her boyfriend decided to come over because her, my sister's boyfriend is heavily into mushrooms, um, which is interesting. I don't know how she ended up finding him, um, but she found him, my sister did, and so my sister has now taken uh, mushrooms a few times in between the last time that she hung out with me and she took mushrooms and which is crazy so i i had no idea until i invited her over um for a trip night and so she's all yeah you know i've taken it a few times and so i had a little bit for her and um her boyfriend just smoked weed and drank and um i waited until my girlfriend got home before i took the lsd and then my girlfriend also just uh, drank and smoked. Um, and But my sister tripped on mushrooms and I tripped on LSD. Now, so the interesting thing was uh, the night was incredibly magical. It was like, it was so much fun. It was so wild and just, it just, it was just such a great time. So my sister ended up uh, like on the mushrooms. She sat down on the back on uh, or on my couch, and she was looking up at my L- uh, my lights, my LED lights, and everything like that. And we had the hookah going, and we had a bunch of arts going that we were painting. And like I had like a bunch of um, like neon colored paints, and I had my black light on, and so people were painting with that. And like my sister painted a bunch of flowers and stuff, and she learned how to do some like cool like 
um, like painting techniques that she was doing that, that really looked amazing, like while we were tripping. And, um, so, um, so I took the LSD later on in the night. Now, here's the thing that I found out about LSD basically. And, and I don't, I'm going to say I don't like LSD and I don't think I'm going to be doing it anymore. Um, it is similar to the mushrooms, but the differences are too much for me to kind of handle. One of the biggest differences is the LSD gives you a lot of energy. Uh, you end up getting like jittery. You have so much energy that, uh, it's, it, it's basically like taking a ton of, um, caffeine, like a, imagine grabbing a, uh, like five Red Bulls and downing them. Like that's how jittery you are on LSD. It's like, or at least for me, at least for me, it was like that very jittery. And that jitteriness causes you to kind of not feel good. And then it, it compounds, you know, just like on mushrooms, you know, whatever mindset you're in kind of compounds and it can drag you further in one direction. Well, with the LSD, basically that feeling compounds on me and I end up being dragged further along a path that I don't necessarily want to go all the time. So, um, anyway, so took the, um, so I took the LSD and it was this amazing scene played out in front of me. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much unable to move really. So I wrapped myself up in a blanket and I sat down in my round chair. And at this point in time, my sister is, she's still high, but she's definitely on the come down. And so she's just having a good time and everything. And she's, and she's, um, interacting with my sister and my, or I'm sorry, my sister and my girl are acting, interacting with each other. My sister is the one that's took the mushrooms but anyways um and her boyfriend had like he had already conked out from the alcohol and the weed earlier so he's laying on the couch behind them and they're on the table the two girls are on the table and i'm sitting on the chair looking at this scene and i can see basically the whole room because my eyes are just so dilated and just like on the mushrooms your your vision is incredibly enhanced and the colors are all enhanced and everything so i'm sitting there in the chair and the girls are playing with they're playing with some slime i got the i got some slime stuff they can play with they're blowing bubbles they're they're playing with a bubble machine that i've got they're um they're painting and drawing they're um, making hot cocoa uh they're playing with my hookah and they're and they're getting it working and blowing smoke and around the room and everything like that and the scene literally played out like basically a mad hatter tea party is what it looked like you know it was like i was watching a movie of my sister you know my sister it was like my sister was like the main character it's like she was the mad hatter and then my girlfriend was like the you know the march hare and they're they're basically having a little tea party and it was cool because her boyfriend uh, behind her my sister's boyfriend is also he's back there and he's kind of like you know asleep and everything so he's kind of like the uh what is it the the mouse in in Alice in Wonderland there's the mouse that's uh that's at the tea party too but the mouse is like asleep inside <laughs> on this on the side of the table or whatever and so it was perfect so this like this this view that I had of the whole scene is just amazing and like uh like at one point in time they're trying to get the hookah going and like they can't figure out how to get it all and so they're you know they it, my sister asks her boyfriend to hey can you uh can you come over here and and work on it and then and like he's like oh, you know he like kind of rolls over and everything and says yeah yeah I'll be right there and and then they end up like getting it to work anyway and she's like oh never mind never mind we got it we got it <laughs> this is so funny it's just like and the whole time I'm like I'm just I'm watching this like just in wonderment it's just like so amazing this scene that's playing out in front of me and um you know no at that point in time there was no like visual hallucinations or anything like that um, it was all just like, just good feeling for the most part. Um, like I said, that jitteriness really doesn't help. Um, so it just kind of made me want to just sit in the chair and just hold on to my blanket and just watch the scene play out. Um, but the scene was so joyful and amazing and wonderful and, and wonderment and everything like that. So eventually it gets a little later and what, uh, LSD lasts 12 hours. Unlike, um, mushrooms, mushrooms last only four hours. 
So the LSD I'm on is uh, still has a long ways to go. I'm basically going to be up all night, basically. Um, but my sister's come down off the mushrooms, and so she takes her boyfriend and they go and they go to bed inside the house um, while me and my girls stay out in the trip room. So we're in the trip room. And, uh, me and the girl, uh, and then we ended up having a little bit of playtime. Um, and the playtime ended up ending when I started having this kind of just like this weird feeling. And I ended up having like, uh, I had to stop. We had to stop. The jitteriness didn't help and everything like that. So we had to stop our, our playtime. And, and I stepped, I stepped back and, um, I basically had like a full out of body experience, um, very similar to the mushrooms, you know, where I am not in my body anymore. Like I am somewhere else. Uh, and, and the weird thing is like, I don't remember even closing my eyes. I don't even think I closed my eyes. I think that's how, how quickly it came on and how quickly I was no longer in my body. And I was definitely out of it. I was definitely somewhere else. Now, this is the weird part, and this is the part that's kind of makes me, you know, about LSD, and I'm not really for sure about it. So, I ended up sitting, once again, like describing anything with the mushrooms, this is all metaphorical, I can't tell you exactly how realistic it was, or how, um, or the, the right way of describing it, it's more of a... It's more of like, um, (laughs) everything's a metaphor, (laughs) basically. It's, it's so hard to describe these things that happen. But anyways, I'm basically, I'm sitting at a table playing cards. Now, I don't want to say we were playing, playing poker because I don't think we were playing poker, but we're playing cards and it's, uh, the devil, me and God. And that's who's that we're the ones playing us three. Now, God's mostly just sitting there and he's mostly just a giant presence and and he's just you know you could tell that he's just kind of doing his thing whatever he's doing. The devil on the other hand is not not the this isn't like the classic this is like the biblical devil. This isn't like the classic devil from you know like modern viewpoint. Like most people think the devil is like this red horned creature, you know, with a tail and that you know last malaylically or whatever or something like that um no uh right so biblically speaking the devil is like an angel of light right he's like um incredibly beautiful and you know uh has human form and and right he's like the second highest god create to god's of god's creations you know it's like he was the you know the at the right hand seat of God or whatever at one point in time uh, before he fell, right? Supposedly. So anyways, that's the devil that I, so I I guess you would call him Lucifer. So it was Lucifer that was at the other end of the table playing uh, cards against us. Now, here's the thing is I I basically didn't have anything to bet on on the table, but obviously you had to bet something to play or, or, or to go forward playing, I guess. And so the thing is, is God had whatever he had, and it really didn't matter. But the devil had everything. Like, he had, like, a massive, massive pile of, like, chips and stuff and things that he could give you. And he said... And and the funny thing is, you know what cards he has. Um, because he's already showed his cards, and I don't know why. But it's like, you know that he has nothing. You know that you can beat him, right? You know, he's got, he's got, like, He's got, like, just junk cards. And you know that you have something. You have some cards, but you don't... So you can beat him. But the problem is, is the game isn't played between just me and the devil. The game's also played between God. And you know God has the best cards. So the the how it plays out is, like, the devil's trying to get you to bet, knowing that you will lose, 
uh, you know, in the end to God, right? So that's that's the idea. He wants you to lose. So the, the devil wants you to bet something that you can't give that once you bet and, and you lose it, it's gone, right? Because uh, so that's what he's trying to do. The devil's trying to get you to bet against God, basically. And so, but you can't bet against God because you know God's going to win. So anyways, that was the conclusion that I came to and I ended up betting nothing and I ended up not playing the game out. Um, or basically just forfeiting, basically. I ended up, uh, you know, forfeiting in the in the card match. Now, immediately after that, I was taken to... Um, oh, man, this is going to sound so weird. But I was taken to um, basically God's throne, throne, where God's throne was. And so God's sitting on the throne, and the devil's standing kind of to the side of him... Uh, and the devil is basically making his case for why humanity is bad and why they don't deserve to go to heaven and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching this play out. I'm watching the devil make his arguments against humanity to God. And like I said, the whole time God's basically silent. He's basically just watching and listening and he's basically just you know, watching it kind of play out. And so, um, no conclusion was really come to, cause at that point in time, I, I snapped back into reality. Um, I snapped back into reality for a little bit, not a very long time. And, uh, you know, I didn't feel very good. You know, I was, I was aching and, um, I was like, oh damn, man, this sucks. You know, <laughs> that's how I felt. Um, but, um, I snapped out of my body again one last time. Uh, well, during that time, I, th I think the girlfriend woke up and said something to me like, hey, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm still here, you know, and everything. And um, But I snapped out uh, of my body one more time. And this time I was taken to the very end of time. And I was shown basically the last human being. Um, and it was a pretty horrific kind of like I don't necessarily know how true like this is I think it's a metaphor I don't think it's a, a literal thing of what the end time will be like but basically the last guy the last human man is uh so he realizes that the world is uh, over and it's done for and that he is the last man he realizes that and he realizes he's about he's about to die and so he's doing everything that he possibly can that he can think of to keep it going to keep the world going to keep it alive and everything like that and so he ends up uh being so desperate to save the world in the end that and he believes so much you know that that something's got to work that he ends up like um i don't know if he in <sighs> I think he ends up selling his soul basically to the devil to try to keep the world going. Is is uh, I don't know if he sells his soul to the devil or if he just sells his soul in general or maybe he tries to sell his soul to God or something like that. But the point is 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 he basically he it's it's down to like the last minute and he's basically just just selling he's he's doing everything he possibly can think of in order to save the world and like there's nothing he can do right it's like it, it ends up being along the lines of something like god's will is that this is going to happen and so then it's going to happen and your best bet is to just accept it and release and stop fighting against it something like that is is the is the is the uh, end goal and and part of it too part of this vision i also saw kind of the beginning of time where Adam and Eve, and I, I don't know if I saw this literally, I think it was more like I was remembering, basically looking at this last man, I was remembering the first man, I was remembering Adam, and I, it, it told me, it helped me figure out what Adam's sin was, and Adam's sin was going against God's will. It wasn't eating some apple, you know, off of a tree, that's a metaphor for the... Um, what the true sin was, right? Because it could have been anything. God could have said, hey, you know, don't eat off this tree. But he also could have said, hey, you know, don't, 
you know, jump up and down three times and pat your belly and you and rub your, or rub your belly and pat your head at the same time or something like that. He could have said anything, right? God could have said anything that he didn't want you to do, this one thing that he didn't want you to do. The point was <clears throat> the fact that Adam chose to do the one thing that God told him not to do. You know what I mean? And, and <clears throat> anyways, that's basically the point that was was made in this, this vision, right? Or so to speak. Uh, let me give it uh, one more break, real quick. Uh, no ad, but uh, give me one quick break, and I'll be right back, and we'll um, we'll finish up with uh, my last my last trip I had, which uh, we'll go over. And it was the last time I tried LSD, and it's basically the me saying, "Hey, well, I'll probably never do that again." So, anyways, be right back. Sorry, I think I misspoke at the um, end of that last segment there. Um, I've actually taken LSD two more times since that big night uh, where my sister came over. Um, so that was that was a pretty cool, awesome, uh, interesting night and everything. Um, now, so the next time I took it was probably two weeks later, if I had to guess. Um and the problem so the problem was i still hadn't figured out exactly how the lsd works as far as like a time frame and everything like that um they say it lasts 12 hours like that's like the the that's the standard thing that you're told and so in this case um i took it and i calculated out so I was like, okay, if I take it at about five or six, by the time the girlfriend gets home, and the girlfriend gets home about somewhere between like, well, about 10, we, let's just say about 10. So I was like, okay, if I take it at five, she gets home at 10, I still wouldn't have peaked yet, you know, and I'll be just going into my peak probably around that time. And then hopefully it will, um, uh, hopefully uh, the rest of the night then I can spend with her. So I, I think I took it about five or six, let's say, and it was it was pretty good. Um, it was I ended up doing like some drawing and stuff like that. Uh, listened to a lot of music, a um, lot of watching like National Geographic type stuff. Uh, I was or well. It was like, I think I watched Our Planet or Blue Planet, uh, one of those two. Um, And I was watching a lot of stuff like that. And just not a lot came out of it, though. Uh, The I had taken the same amount as I had taken before. But for some reason, uh, it just didn't, it wasn't as that big of a high. So the night, like, I don't really remember much to tell you the truth anything about it for the most part you know um i remember a few things like i remember opening the door to the trip room and i would sit kind of the in in the entryway of the door and i would look up at the the clouds that were in the sky and that was really cool because the clouds were moving around a lot uh i remember drawing like some of my drawings were pretty nice i kind of liked that um although i didn't do it a whole lot uh and then um uh watching watching some of the our planet stuff like some of it's interesting um some of it makes you think a little bit because there's a lot of creatures out there in the world that are are very weird and strange to look at lots of like little sea creatures at the you know big dark deep black depths you know those sea creatures are very interesting bugs and insects like looking at them like looking at how weird some of them are and um so that's pretty interesting to look at as well and uh gets you just kind of thinking and so that lsd trip not much to it like i said by the time the girl got home i was actually already on the way down for the most part and um it just wasn't a big trip and uh i did find out like some people have said on the discord like hey look not all 
the LSD tabs are sometimes the LSD isn't equally distributed amongst the tabs and um, I got gel tabs so they're supposed to be a little more equally distributed but in this case they weren't I, or I don't I don't think they were or something like that or maybe just how I did it you know but um, anyways uh, so then there was that one so then I had the most recent one which was this week um, it was very very rough oh another thing is with that last one I still did have that jittery energetic feeling throughout the whole trip that ends up being the biggest problem because on this last trip this is what happened is as I took the LSD and that jittery feeling it just grew and grew and grew and it just wouldn't come down and I did everything that I could to try to lull it down and at some point in times it did kind of work but I just you can't fight it man or, or I couldn't fight it off that feeling and so what accompanied that feeling is I ended up having just you know just bad feelings in general it was very oh I I don't want to say it was necessarily like anything evil like I wasn't thinking about horribly evil things but I was thinking a lot of weird things that I usually don't think about um it was like demon not demonic like in a in a classical real sense like how the bible would look at it you know like um like I wasn't thinking anything sinful or anything like that or I wasn't doing anything like that but the imagery itself was very like I would close my eyes and the imagery I see was kind of just things I didn't want to see you know just kind of weird looking um alien looking type stuff you know just stuff that I'm not interested in and usually stuff that uh more so bugs me than actually gives me something um something to hold on to and latch on to so um it ended up being really really frustrating because I couldn't shake that see when you're on the mushrooms once you get past a certain you do go through like this is what I'm remembering about the mushrooms is when you take them and you go through that death phase where you're judging yourself and you can see some scary imagery um, but it, it's scary in a more real sense it's like okay that's kind of scary imagery and um, then when you break through that once you get over it once you realize you're in control and you can lull yourself down and you can put yourself in a good mind state um it busts through and you get into the basically that's where i say you go past the the death phase and you go into the actual spirit realm on mushrooms see in this case on the lsd it's like i was stuck in that death phase where i'm just looking at imagery and like i said not like none of it like was actually so like none of it was scary like in a real sense like none of it was like scary scary it was just kind of like i said just stuff that just like doesn't interest me or something it's like uh you know there wasn't no jump scares there wasn't no you know devils or anything like that or you know demons uh, you know but it it was just not good looking um like patterns not good looking they too too jagged you know the colors weren't colors that i like you know uh weird metallic reds and stuff like that um there's some metallic blues but the imagery stayed the same same um you know just just weird jagged lines and so oh, oh okay so here we go i'm gonna get into something here so when you take mushrooms when i take mushrooms at least the imagery that i see when i close my eyes my closed eyes visuals are very flowing like the patterns the waves and everything like that it they're not jagged and they're not linear and they're not a bunch of lines and stuff like that when you take the lsd that's what it is 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 the the visuals are 
linear and lines and straight and and like and and rigid and there's they're not flowing either they're just kind of they they move themselves in in a linear fashion as opposed to the LSD or, or I'm sorry as opposed to the mushrooms where it flows when you see the colors so I think that might be a big difference and that might be one of the reasons why I didn't like it is I'm sitting there I'm seeing jagged rigid you know cut line like straight lines that are making up patterns and things like that and so that is something that I'm not as interested in or it didn't seem to make me feel as good as what I see when like I said when I'm on the mushrooms so anyways um the conclusion is is that jittery feeling I can't get over it and I think it adds to the causation of giving me um, visuals that I don't like and that don't, you know, don't interest me. And, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I think I've come to the conclusion now that just LSD is just not for me. I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to break, break past any barrier there. Um, if there is a barrier there or if that's all there is to LSD. Some people say that they seem to have a really good time on LSD. And um, that's what I really, really wanted. Um, having listened to people on the Discord, people that really, really like it and really have a good time, that's what I wanted, and it's not what I got, unfortunately. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead, and I think that last time be the last time I do LSD. Um, we do got that music festival coming up that me and the girl are going to, and that maybe that type of environment would be more conducive to LSD, but I'm not really for sure. Um, so, uh, I think it might be more beneficial for me to head back towards mushrooms. Unfortunately, at the moment, I don't have any, um, any, I don't have any, and I don't have any on the way either. So, uh, <laughs> so, so at the moment, uh, we're probably going to be taking a nice little break for a while until I can get my hands on some more or um, start working towards getting more. So anyways, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, so that's where we've been at so far and we'll continue along when I get my next big trip, you know, I'll go ahead and post up another one. Thanks all for listening. Uh, man, I love it here on the that uh that everybody's still listening to the podcast regularly and i'm still getting the same amount of views that i've been or same amount of listens i've always been getting you know it's continuing to climb continues to get better and so um that's awesome so thank you all very much uh, you guys have a wonderful day